You're listening to Sports Topics with Coach Harvey Hyde right here on AM 1400 KSHP. Brought to you each week by Floyd's 99 Haircuts, Color, and Straight Razor Shaves. And Coors. Follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. Now huddle up and buckle up. Here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Harvey Hyde. We interrupt our regular programming for a special edition for all football fans throughout Las Vegas and throughout the country. We have a special person, a gentleman that publishes the uh, football Bible, and that's Phil Steele, and he does a college football review, preview show for every season. This year, of course, it's the 2021 football season, so if you're driving, pull over. If you're in in your garage, don't forget to leave the garage door up. But Phil Steele, I want to welcome you. You are the publisher of this fantastic magazine, and you are now coming out with your 27th edition. Hey, Coach, always good talking to you. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yep, 27th year of the magazine, believe it or not. And uh, I feel it's got three to four times the amount of information of any other magazine out there. It is, Phil. And and let me just talk to people about this for a moment. uh, To interrupt our regular programming to have you on is something special. And we'll have you on again tonight at 6.05 p.m. and Wednesday at 6.05 p.m. as far as a recording of this so people can tell all their uh, football fans to listen to it. But, Phil, what makes your magazine different than the other publications that come out? Well, the first thing is it's basically got one person doing uh, – I've, I've I'm in the writing process of each of the 130 teams. And then the second thing would be just the amount of information. We give, uh, you know, last five years uh, game-by-game results, 10-year records, and we don't just give you a team's uh, – starting lineup, or maybe it's too deep, which is the players' names and height and weight. We give you the players' names, their height and weight, and we give you a little bio on each player, let you know when they played. We actually go four deep in our projected lineups. And I talked to 110 of the 130 head coaches this year, and they spent a good hour, hour and a half with me, going over every player on the team, so I've got everybody in the right order. We give you a complete in-depth write-up of every team. And the best thing about it, uh, Coach, is that uh, all 130 teams are laid out the same way. So you know exactly where to look for all the information on the page. If you want to know a score from three years ago, you could close your eyes and point to the spot where it is on the page. It's quick, easy reference. Almost everybody in the media uses it religiously when calling games or watching the games. And uh, I just feel it's the amount of information and the way it's laid out. I think the respect that you receive from all the media and football coaches, football coaches are busy, media people are busy, uh, I'd love to have you on my show because I know what you're talking about. And you're a voter on almost every type of football award that's out there, including the Heisman Trophy. This has got to give you a lot of credit. People don't have all this authority as far as voting for all these uh, Maxwell Awards and Dave O'Brien Award and all these things that you do. Yeah, and I don't take a casual interest in that either. When I'm on the awards uh, committees, I spend a good deal of time making sure that my vote is the right vote, and I spend a good time even talking to the coaches at the end of the year about the players that are up for the different awards. And I'm on the uh, Football Writers Association where we do the All-American teams each year. So it's a a lot of work, but I tell you what, Coach, it is a labor of love. 
It is, and I think that's why we coach, and I think that's why you do what you do. You have your whole family involved because they love what they do, and and I call it the football Bible. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but that's what I do because I can't wait to get it, and you'll see a special thing I send out in the near future indicating that. I hope you enjoy it when I tweet it out. But, Phil, let's talk about things that make a difference in a football season, one being the toughest schedules. And you always list in your magazine, on page 27, if people are following along with the magazine, who you think has the toughest schedules in the conference. This is a big deal as far as the final ratings and your records and the whole package. Yeah, and uh, this year, last year, the toughest schedule belonged to Arkansas, and I thought Sam Pittman did a remarkable job in his first year as head coach there, taking over an Arkansas team without the benefit of spring practice, and then playing the toughest schedule in the country. They took on 10 SEC games last year and uh, did well. They were an underdog in all 10 games and pulled three upsets. Uh, This year, they take on the toughest schedule again, despite the fact they actually have some non-conference games. One of them's against Texas, uh, another one against Georgia Southern, then a vastly improved Rice. They, of course, draw Georgia out of the East. It's it's a very difficult schedule. But despite the fact they might be an underdog in as many as eight, nine games this year, Coach Pittman should do well. But other teams playing a really tough schedule. Auburn takes on my second toughest schedule. And how about Georgia Tech? You know, not only uh, playing the, the teams they have to in the ACC, but then also drawing Georgia and Clemson uh, outside their division makes for a very tough schedule this year. For you that just joined us here with this special edition, Phil Steele joins us from the College 2021 Football Preview Magazine. Phil, also you always have you have a section I love going to immediately before I start reading every detail that you put in your your uh, book. But you have teams that are going up and teams that are going down, and you're pretty good at always coming out on these. Yeah, and, you know, we've got a lot of different sections in the book. The very first one, Coach, the magazine we put out was way back in 1995. I had one article called Turnovers Equals Turnaround, which said teams that benefit from double-digit turnovers one year generally won't get the same breaks the next year, and their record will head down, and vice versa. If you had a lot of negative uh, double-digit turnovers one year, then the next year your record will improve, and that's worked out about 80% of the time. And once I put that into the magazine, I started doing a lot of different articles, uh, YPP factor, close wins, close losses, and now the magazine is filled with what people call today analytics, and it has a ton of analytics in it. As an example, uh, you know, teams that uh, could possibly be headed down, maybe uh, you look at a team like uh, Coastal Carolina last year, they had an exceptional year, plus 13 in turnovers, will they get that same benefit this year? Uh, Even talking to their, their head coach, Jamie Chadwell, he said, you know, Phil, we may be better than last year, but our record may not be the same. And the, the one, a couple teams that really stand out to me this year, Coach, are my most improved teams and my surprise teams. The most improved teams are teams that had a losing record last year uh, that I think can jump back and get to the, the biggest improvement of record. Those two teams would be Penn State and LSU are my top two teams that bounce back. Both were in the top ten at the start of last year. LSU needed a shoe toss and a comeback win against Ole Miss to get to 5-5, five and five, and Penn State, of course, finished 4-5. and five. And then my surprise teams, which are non-top-10 teams that I think can actually qualify for the playoff. How about Big Ed Orgeron coming back to the Rose Bowl when they play UCLA? There's their opening game, UCLA's second game of the year. I believe now, Phil, I'm not sure, this will probably be his first trip back to California 
since he left USC. Yeah, I think it is. And uh, I think you're going to see a much different LSU team this year. Last year, LSU lost 15 players to the NFL draft and then had numerous opt-outs. They ended up with two returning starters on offense and just three on defense. Who has just five returning starters? Well, this year, nine starters back on offense, nine on defense, two capable quarterbacks, Miles Brennan and Max Johnson. They also have some outstanding units like my number 16-rated offensive line, number 8-rated defensive line, and of course, it's LSU. They're going to have one of the best secondaries in the country. And I think LSU is going to travel to that game well. So they deserve to be uh, favored in the game, which they are. And I think if you follow LSU, they're very capable of getting back to double-digit wins this year. Well, Ed Orgeron, I'm a fan of his, knowing him out here in Southern California, and I want to wish him the best as far as uh, with the Tigers and all my other buddies are in the Southeastern Conference, and that leads me to my next question, Phil. Phil Sill joins us here uh, this morning in a special edition here on AM 1400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Phil, it's a strength of conference. This has been a controversial type of subject all the time. You keep some uh, conferences happy, and then you upset some conferences as far as due to lack of respect. We all do that. Your thoughts on strength of conferences again this year? Yeah, I'm going way on way out on the limb here, Coach. I'm going to say the strongest conference in college football is the SEC. And I think if you look at my final rankings over the last 10 years, nine of those years the SEC uh, has been number one. Now, number two, though, uh, this year I'm going with uh, the Big Ten. And you've got teams like Ohio State. I mentioned Wisconsin's one of my surprise teams this year. I think they will be a uh, vastly improved team. So I've got the Big Ten coming in as the uh, the second toughest conference this year. Year. And the third conference, toughest conference, which I like almost top to bottom, is the Big 12. There are nine bowl-caliber teams in the Big 12 this year. The only one I wouldn't list as bowl-caliber would be Kansas, which has a brand-new head coach who took over after spring, and they've been a pretty miserable program. But the other nine teams in the Big 12, you can make an argument for each of them making a bowl game this year. Well, Phil, I don't want to do this, but we've got to take a short time out here. I'd love to keep you on here for two or three hours, but you're a busy guy. Again, for all of you that uh, have just joined us here on our special edition, I'm Harvey Hyde with Phil Steele, who is the publisher of College uh, Football Preview and uh, Review Show, I guess you could say. We talk about last year. We talk about this coming 2021 football season. So buckle up, everyone. I want to thank Budget Car and Truck Rental in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I use them personally. Give them a call at 702-736-1212. Buckle up. I'll be right back with Phil Steele in a moment. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion 
and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. The MGM Resorts NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams. August 8th through 17th at the Thomas and Mack Center at Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack Center box office. NBA events or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. We know. Life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this can't get to Terribles, get Terribles to you. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.ihspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back. Uh, Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us here with our special edition of uh, our football preseason, as we've been doing uh, for the last couple of weeks, and we'll continue to do it whenever we can get uh, a gentleman that has got the respect that Phil Steele has. We have special editions, and again, you can listen to this segment on uh, this evening at 6.05 p.m., and again, also on Wednesday at 6.05 p.m. We want to thank Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light for the sponsorship of this show. Show. Phil, let's move on. And Phil, uh, talking about, uh, uh, I want to ask you, first of all, you have two types of ratings. You have a Phil Steele's power poll, and then you have a preseason top 40 poll. Could you explain the difference in both of these? Yeah, absolutely, Coach. Uh, the power poll is where I rank the team's talent-wise. Uh, so, in other words, I've got nine different sets of power ratings. I mold them all together, and those are the ones that come up uh, at the top power power rating-wise. However, not all team schedules are built the same. So sometimes I may have a team rated much higher than they are in the power poll, like Cincinnati this year, for example, and sometimes a team rated lower than they are uh, in the power poll. And to give you an example, uh, Florida this year takes on three, or has just three SEC home games this year, uh, which makes it much more difficult for them. And then uh, they also have to draw Alabama and LSU out of the uh, West. So they're going to play a much tougher schedule than a lot of folks would, and they may be a little bit lower in the overall ranking progress. A team like Cincinnati, however, uh, might only be number 18 in my power poll, but I've got them ranked number 10 overall, and I think they have a chance to potentially even uh, make the playoff this year if they can get past Indiana and Notre Dame on the road. So the overall ranking is where I think they'll finish at the end of the season, but the overall power poll is where I rate the strength of the team. 
I think that's a, a way of uh, indicating that in your polls as far as with uh, Washington and the University of Oregon. You have Washington in your regular preseason poll, ninth ranked above Oregon. I think that indicates that. Yeah, you hit it right on the head, Coach. And if you look at the the power poll rankings on those two teams, I actually have Oregon, the number 12 team in the country, and Washington, the number 16 team in the country, strength-wise. However, Oregon also has to draw a tougher, much tougher schedule. They play, uh, they not only draw Utah out of the South, and I think Utah is one of the best teams in the Pac-12, they have to play them on the road. They play Washington on the road, uh, USC, Sanford, and then Ohio State on the road. Meanwhile, Washington, their toughest two games are Oregon and Arizona State. They get them both at home, and I think home field edges are going to mean a lot this year. They don't have to play USC or Utah. So despite the fact I've got Oregon rated higher in the power poll, I've got Washington winning the Pac-12 North this year. Well, let's take a look now at your top uh, preseason top 40. So everyone's probably wanting to know, who does Phil Steele have? And again, uh, Phil, I agree with you in a lot of your areas, and I think you've spent a lot more time at it than I have, but I love doing it as you deal. Phil Steele's 2021 preseason top 40 teams. Let's just do the top 15 or so. All right, let's let's start at uh, 15. I mentioned Utah earlier. Uh, Utah's a team that two years ago was my number one surprise team, and Kyle Whittingham uh, had his best team yet and may have it again this year. He's got 19 returning starters, has added in some key transfers. They do have to play USC on the road on October the 9th. I think that game decides the Pac-12 South. Watch out for Utah this year. Penn State, number 14, is my number one most improved team in the country this year. Coming off a 4-5 and five season, despite out gaining teams by 102 yards per game. Generally, if you play nine games and you're plus 102 yards per game, you're 7-2. and two. I think they'll return to the form they were looked at prior to last year when they were number seven in the preseason AP poll. I've got Penn State up there at number 14. Number 13, a team you might be familiar with, Coach, USC. And USC's got Keaton Slovis back at quarterback. They've got eight returning starters on both offense and defense. They don't have to play Oregon or Washington out of the north, and they get that big game against Utah at home. They're my pick to win the Pac-12 South and get to the Pac-12 title game. Number 12, North Carolina, Sam Howell at QB. Loses his top two running backs, top two receivers, but they've got a better defense. I think they'll develop the receivers. May not be as good running the football as they were last year, but he'll be one of the best QBs in the country. The only game I uh, have him an underdog in all year would be at Notre Dame, and they get that big game against Miami at home. Wisconsin is a team that last year averaged 3.9 yards per carry. They normally average five or six yards per carry. They're going to have that big offensive line. They're going to have four VHT or very highly touted running backs running behind them. Uh, they're going to be very solid, and uh, they are my number two surprise team in the country at number 11. We just touched on Cincinnati at number 10, Washington at number nine, my number one surprise team in the country. I actually have Washington favored in all 12 games this year. How about the job Matt Campbell's doing at Iowa State with my number eight team, Iowa State? Last year they had an inexperienced offensive line. This year it's a veteran group that Coach Campbell told me was his best offensive line, had a chance to be special. They've got Brock Purdy, a quarterback, one of the best running backs in the country, and Brees Hall, a great tight end room, the best one in the country, dangerous receiver, and an outstanding defense. They do have to play Oklahoma on the road, but i got Iowa State at number eight. Number seven, Notre Dame, loses a lot. They only have nine returning starters this year, but they've replaced a guy like Ian Book with Jack Cohn, who did a great job at Wisconsin two years ago. They've got six starters back from very good defense, and 
Well, the schedule's not easy. There's not an easy game all year. They're playing 12 teams that I expect all could be in bowl games this year. There are no unwinnable games. Their toughest one's probably against Wisconsin at a neutral site. So I think Notre Dame, one of my sets of power rings, calls for them to go unbeaten. That's why I got them at number seven. Number six is Texas A&M. Your big question mark there is the offensive line, which loses four starters, and they also lose Kellamon to QB. But talking to Coach Fisher and going over the team with them, he feels this year's offensive line is more talented, could be even better than last year. And I like Haynes King at QB. He's a veteran, or he's not a veteran, but he's a mobile quarterback that can also throw the football. I think they put up great stats. Watch out for their game October 9th against Alabama. Could be a potential upset. Number five, I got Georgia. And Georgia is a team that uh, could very well threaten to make the playoff this year. They've got JT Daniels at QB, who very familiar to USC fans, I'm sure. And then um, the defense, probably rated number three in the country. Their schedule a lot easier than Florida's. They only have three true SEC road games. All come against first-year head coaches in Auburn, Vanderbilt, and Tennessee. Uh, so I've got them favored in every game except the opener against Clemson. They could easily beat Clemson. And if they play Bama in the SEC championship game, keep in mind the last two times Georgia faced Alabama in the postseason, they trailed those games by a grand total of about two minutes. You came up with two losses, so they know they can play with the Tide. Now, my top four, Coach, are pretty much going with the chalk. I'm going with Clemson. Even though they lose Trevor Lawrence, I, I like DJ Uyunglele. I think he put up 38 points per game in his two starts. They got my number one rated defensive line and improved offensive line, improved receiver play. If they get past Georgia, they'll be a double-digit favorite in all the rest of their games. Now, Ohio State, uh, also an inexperienced team this year. They lose their starting quarterback. In fact, for the first time since 1952, Ohio State enters the season with zero career pass attempts at QB. Guess what? At the end of the year, I think C.J. Stroud will be a Heisman contender. They've got one of the top offensive lines, one of the top defensive lines, and much like Clemson, I have Ohio State a double-digit favorite in every single game this year. Alabama, seems like they win the national title every year. They won it again last year, but believe it or not, they didn't win the national title in either 18 or 19. Now, they lose a lot on offense, but they lost a lot on offense last year. For the second straight year, they lose a first-round draft pick quarterback, two first-round draft pick receivers, and three starting offensive linemen. But I think Bama will be just fine. Bryce Young steps into the quarterback's position and will do well. And the defense is going to be the best they've had in years. You know, the last five years, they haven't had more than five returning starters on defense. This year, they have eight coming back. Look out for them. But my number one team this year, Coach, and the team I'm picking to win it all for the first time since 2000 is Oklahoma. And anytime Lincoln Riley's had a veteran quarterback, their offense has been among the best in the country. He's got two Heisman Trophy winners and a Heisman uh, finalist. He's got that going this year with Spencer Rattler, my number one rated offensive line, number two set of receivers. They will be potent. But in the playoffs where they struggled is on defense. They've given up 54, 45, and 63 points in their three playoff appearances. This year, the defense has eight starters back from a unit that allowed just 21 points per game. I think they've got the number five defense to go with the number one offense. And so for the first time since 2000, I think Oklahoma takes home the national title. Phil, we've got about uh, a minute here, and I know that doesn't give you a lot of time, but you have so much knowledge on college football. Phil Steele George is here with our uh, special edition of our college football preview with him. He has a great magazine. First thing I want to do is tell people, I'll tell you what, I bought three of them. I bought one for myself, one for my kids, and one for Jerry Tarkanian, uh, Myron Tarkanian. So I got three of them. Let's tell people how they can get your magazine. 
Well, I appreciate that, Coach. They're available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and also Gambler's Book Club. Gambler's Book Club at uh, 727 South Main Street in Vegas. So those three locations, they're not anywhere else. Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Gambler's Book Club. And you can also go online and get the magazine, both physical magazine and the digital version, at philsteel.com. That's S-T-E-E-L-E.com. And when you go there, you can order both the physical and the, the uh, digital version. But Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Gambler's Book Club. Phil, I wish I could go over your entire book, but we couldn't do that. And for ladies and gentlemen, that if you're listening, and I know you're listening, he did this. He didn't know what questions I'm going to ask, so he went through this with his memory as far as on every page, every question that I had. Phil, I'm going to let you go because I know you're a busy guy. And, again, I want to thank you very much for joining us as you do every year. I want to wish you and your family the best of luck. Have a great 2021 football season, and I hope we can have you on next year. Yeah, you could probably. Hey, Coach, I I enjoy doing your show each and every year. I thank you for having me on way back in the beginning of the magazine, and uh, definitely always look forward to our conversations, my friend. Thank you very much. Be safe out there. And again, you've been listening to Phil Steele, uh, college football review. Get it uh, as soon as you can. You've got a lot of time, but you've got a lot of reading to do too. So if you're a college football fan, don't miss this edition. Again, I want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of this segment. We're going to take a short time out. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back from Las Vegas. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Located at 6580 South Rainbow, Suite 101, here in Las Vegas. Call 702-448-5050 and get that appointment. Buckle up. Adorn at the Dell. You have more to do than stress over the details of your next event. We know and understand the feeling. Let us help you out. Conveniently located in the beautiful Summerlin of Las Vegas, we are one of the premier event venues. Here, your event is the center of attention. We have a variety of meeting rooms that can be adapted to your group. Host your next celebration, corporate training, political event, or lunch in here. We can accommodate and customize each event to meet your needs. Adorn at the Dell. At 9555 Del Webb Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. Call 702-816-0039 or visit our website at adornatthedell.com. The MGM Resort's NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams. August 8th through 17th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas & Mack Center box office, nbaevents.com, or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. We know. 
Life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business well welcome back everybody huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us here with our floyd's 99 cuts and collars and coors light sports topic show our first 30 minutes of the show was recorded earlier in the morning with Phil Steele from Phil Steele Magazines, the football preview magazine. But now we're going out to the Las Vegas ballpark to talk with a guy that previews the Las Vegas Aviators. That's Jim Gemma, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators. And, wow, are the Aviators on a roll, Jimmy. Seven out of their last ten all victories. Welcome. Harvey, thanks for having me on. As uh, another homestand concludes uh, against the El Paso Chihuahuas, the uh, team has won four out of five going into the final game tonight. Uh, we're at the halfway point of the uh, 2021 season. The Aviators are 33 and 32. 33 and 32. And I'll tell you, this past week and this week against El Paso, you've had a nice attendance out there. People are coming out and enjoying watching the Las Vegas Aviators. And what a group of emotions you've had. Yeah, the second half of the uh, home season, we invite everybody out. Uh, you know, we're, we're an outdoor venue, which is fantastic. And uh, through 35 dates, uh, the Aviators lead uh, AAA West, which is 10 teams, 222,743 for an average of uh, 6,300 and change. So we thank all the fans for coming back out, uh, you know, after not playing last season. So we have a, a lot more to go uh, all the way to the end of September. Uh, the team will... Uh, Enjoy an off day um, on Wednesday, of course, and they'll be over in Salt Lake City to face the Bees, AAA affiliate of the Angels, from Thursday through Tuesday, uh, July 22nd to the 27th. I know we'll talk next Tuesday about the uh, – after that, it'll be another uh, – basically a two-week homestand from uh, July 29th through August 10th, two sets of six-game series against Tacoma and Salt Lake, all games at 7 o'clock. Jimmy, you know uh... – when people listen to this segment every week, you know, it's not too late to come out to the ballpark. It doesn't take a long time to get out there and free parking and get in your seat. So when people are driving around right now and they want to know what they're going to do for dinner or what about entertainment tonight, or you know, just go out to the Las Vegas ballpark. A lot of people in Las Vegas 
know exactly where it is. But we also have some people in Las Vegas who have recently moved here or visitors that want to see a good uh, ball game. Let's tell them exactly how to get out there. We haven't done yeah. that this year. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, definitely the easiest uh, thing to find uh, if you're out in Summerlin, uh, 215 in Charleston, or 215 in Sahara, uh, depending on which way you're coming, north or south on the Beltway, but we're basically right next to Red Rock Casino and right next to downtown Summerlin. Las Vegas Ballpark sits at 1650 South Pavilion Center, and again, you're a throwaway, uh, you know, basically a uh, getting a ball and throwing it across Pavilion Center over to downtown Summerlin, probably a four- to five-minute walk to Red Rock Casino. So that's uh, the easiest uh, landmarks. Uh, everybody knows where those places are. And, uh, again, after tonight, the team will be back home Thursday, July 29th. You get your tickets on aviatorslv.com for the remaining uh, games in 2021. Jim Jammer joins us, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators, your baseball team here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Jim, uh, I want to also uh, talk to you about other type of activities that happen there, like tonight's promotion and last night's promotion. When I talk about promotion, sometimes people say, well, what promotion are you talking about? Well, if it's July the 3rd or 4th, it's the fireworks. But if it's during the other parts of the season, there's $2 beer a night. There's all kinds of things that would excite people about the extra things that you have out there. Yeah, uh, the upcoming 12-game homestand, which will just – Rifle through four promotions right now. Thursday, July 29th, $2 beer night. Friday, July 30th is a car trunk organizer, which is, we we need all those. Uh, everybody needs one of those. Saturday, July 31st is a Steiner's Beer Cup. And then we're back to uh, Tuesday, August 3rd. Um, we have probably two or three more of these games where we're uh, Reyes de Plata. We'll be the Las Vegas Silver Kings uh the uh, Hispanic theme nights that all of uh, the minor leagues are, have been doing for the past few years. Now, on top of that, you also have an opportunity for people to have a pool party or uh, rent a suite and uh, say you take your whole family to a suite or your company to a suite or just have a company party out there. There's a lot of that going on, too, at the Las Vegas ballpark. Yeah, a lot of corporations, businesses, or even uh, kids' birthday parties, the best thing to do is uh, – Rent out the pool for the night. Uh, it's in right center field. Those are being booked very quickly, but the best thing to do if you're interested for fans is 702-943-7200. Uh, you can call uh, with uh, normal business hours Monday through Friday, 702-943-7200. You mentioned the suites, uh, the party decks up in top left field, top right field areas in the second deck. Same thing, call the 943-7200, and you can inquire about those. It really is a great way to, to watch the game. And again, uh, Jim Jemis says, come on out to the ballpark. I say go on out to the ballpark. That's the Las Vegas ballpark where you can watch your baseball team in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Aviators. Now, there's a thing I mention every week because it's sort of unique, Jim, and that's free parking at a ballpark. Or there isn't, there isn't free parking anywhere almost anymore. But you do offer that to all of your fans. Yeah, we're the only uh, professional sports team in uh, Las Vegas that has uh, complimentary parking. Our, our big lot is uh, sits at Spruce Goose and Oval Park Drive. Uh, we have two entrances. We kind of call it two main entrances. If you go in the main parking lot, we have one in center field. Or if you dine over in downtown Summerlin before the game and you're parked there over at Red Rock, you can walk through another entrance on the third base side at Pavilion Center Drive. But, uh, yeah, it's a great uh, thing that we have here at Las Vegas Ballpark. We have uh, complimentary parking. 
And uh, needless to say, we're the only professional sports team in town that can say that. And also, there's still an opportunity for people to buy, I believe, a group, uh, as far as group tickets, as far as season tickets, part tickets, uh, day of the game tickets. There's a, there's a choice for people. So if you're new to Las Vegas or you want to become a fan, you can buy the whole package. Yeah, individual game tickets like you just mentioned. Best thing to do is uh, go on aviatorslv.com. And uh, basically you go on the schedule link on the top of our website. Basically goes to the calendar Calendar is really the best thing to do because you just click on the thing for tickets. And on the calendar, you can even see what the promotion dates are. Uh, you would mentioned about group tickets. Back to 702-943-7200. There are discounts of uh, 20 or more, 30 or more, what have you. But uh, individual game tickets going forward uh, the rest of the season. Uh, and we'll also be playing the Oklahoma City Dodgers, our last five home games of 2021. From Thursday through Monday, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it's the Dodgers AAA team. September 23rd to the 27th, that'll be a five-game series. That'll be our final five home games of the season. Uh, those individual tickets go on sale this Thursday on Ticketmaster via aviatorslv.com. Those are uh, added for our last five home games of the year to give us 65 home dates. Well, I tell you, we tell them all the time, don't put it off. Get your tickets now. Because uh, if you wait too long, you won't get the seats you want, or possibly the game would be uh, sold out. So, Jim, we're just giving them some advice. Make a plan. Have a game plan for everything you're going to do, especially if you're going out to the Las Vegas ballpark. Jim, anything else you'd like to pass on? Maybe I missed something. No, you always cover all the bases. Uh, Pardon the pun, Harvey. I really appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, the team will be on the road from the 22nd the 27th in Salt Lake, but we can talk about next Tuesday that long two-week homestand. That'll be our second and final 12-game homestand, two sets of six against Tacoma and Salt Lake from uh, July 29th, and it's hard to believe we're talking all the way into August 10th. I can't believe it. And when you just mentioned uh, halfway through the season, wow, has it gone by. And just think a year ago at this time, we didn't even have a segment. There wasn't any baseball. Yeah, that's the best part. Uh, the minor league industry is back playing. All 120 teams, there's a true farm system. Guys are getting called up from AAA to the big leagues. And uh, and we've had a couple guys play with the A's one night. They're here the next night or you know, vice versa, which is always better. They're here one night and up with the A's the next night. And that goes for the, all the other teams that we're playing tonight is the uh, AAA affiliate of the Padres. Well, Jim, again, I want to thank you for joining us every Tuesday and Wednesday evening. I want to wish you the best of luck and the Las Vegas Aviators the best of luck. For all of you out there, it's not too late to get out there tonight. You're going to have to wait a week until they get back here, so get out to the Las Vegas ballpark and support and enjoy your Las Vegas Aviators. So, Jim, again, uh, take care of yourself. It's always great having you on. Harvey, thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Jim Jammer, Director of Media Relations for the Las Vegas Aviators. If you haven't been out to the new Las Vegas ballpark, you better do it. It's a beautiful, beautiful park in your town here in Las Vegas. So buckle up, everyone. When we come back, it's life in the fast lane. And who is that? Yes, the Iron Man, Chuck Hayes. Let's see what's happening on the racing scene. So, again, uh, buckle up. We'll uh, talk to Chuck in a moment. We'll be right back. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. Where at? Well, 
Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Located at 6580 South Rainbow, Suite 101, here in Las Vegas. Call 702-448-5050 and get that appointment. Buckle up. The MGM Resorts NBA Summer League returns for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams. August 8th through 17th at the Thomas & Mack Center at Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow, take center stage, and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Vegas. Adults $40, kids $30, reserve seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas & Mack Center box office, nbaevents.com, or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees apply. Adorn at the Dell. You have more to do than stress over the details of your next event. We know and understand the feeling. Let us help you out. Conveniently located in the beautiful Summerlin of Las Vegas, we are one of the premier event venues. Here, your event is the center of attention. We have a variety of meeting rooms that can be adapted to your group. Host your next celebration, corporate training, political event, or lunch in here. We can accommodate and customize each event to meet your needs. Adorn at the Dell at 9555 Dell Webb Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. Call 702-816-0039 or visit our website at adornatthedell.com. We know life gets hectic. Work, kids, sports. Who could expect you to remember ice for the barbecue, diapers for the baby, or maybe it's food for the dog? Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. With all the essential items you need complete with contactless delivery right to your doorstep. And ordering couldn't be easier with the free Terrible Social House app or online at terribleherbs.com. You got this. Can't get to Terribles? Get Terribles to you. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. If you're going somewhere, I'd call Budget Car Truck Rental. If you're visiting somewhere, I'd call them too. Budget Car Truck Rental here in Las Vegas. It's local. They take care of me no matter whether I'm traveling or I'm just driving around or I need to move and borrow a truck. Just call them at 702-736-1212 at 702-736-1212, and you'll be glad you did. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, You'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Well, welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us. We're going to be riding along in the fast lane with Chuck Hayes. We call it Life in the Fast Lane with Chuck Hayes. 
And uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday evening with our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topics, we feature racing. Chuck, welcome. Thank you for joining us, and what a weekend it was. Coach, it was a great weekend, and uh, let's start with the uh, Formula One results. It was uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, returning to Silverstone in Britain with the win. Uh, Charles Leclerc driving the Ferrari was second, and Hamilton's Mercedes teammate, Valerie Botas, was third. Now, there's a lot of controversy in regards to this, and you might have heard some things about it. On the first lap, uh, Max Verstappen, who was on the pole, uh, made a move and cut down a little bit uh, to go into a corner. He had the lead. Hamilton went for the same territory, and Hamilton clipped Verstappen, spun him out, and uh, Max Verstappen was put out of the race, and it was a real heavy, uh, heavy shunt, as they say. So what happened was the stewards took a look at it and said, you know what, we didn't like the way Hamilton drove on that. We're going to give him a 10-second penalty. Well, he was able to overcome it and defeat Leclerc, the Ferrari, and uh, go on to victory lane. It was a very popular win in Britain, not so much for the uh, – for the Red Bull team. So they will be on their way to Hungary for the next run in F1. Uh, let's go to Xfinity Series uh, in New Hampshire on the Magic Mile. It was a uh, situation where Riley Herbst finished 10th, uh, Noah Gregson finished 14th, and it was a uh, weekend that uh, saw a little bit of uh, controversy uh, let's get the points in regards to Xfinity down for you. Austin Sindrick is the leader. A.J. Allmendinger is second. Daniel Hemrick is third. Noah Graxon is eighth. And Riley Herbst is 13th. The winner of that race in New Hampshire was Christopher Bell, driver for Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, they got a couple weeks off, and they will be racing in Watkins Glen. It's the Olympic break because those uh, races are brought to you on NBC. On Sunday, there has been a, was a lot of weather in New England. Kyle Busch was on the pole, and uh, after a couple uh, pace laps, uh, they dropped the green. Uh, the first lap wasn't too bad. All of a sudden, the uh, rain started coming, and next thing you know, Kyle Busch of Las Vegas spins it out, puts it in the wall, uh, and then his teammate Martin Truex spun, and then his teammate Denny Hamlin spun, uh, Truex hit uh, the bottom on the splitter, tore that up. Hamlin was able to spin without hitting anybody. They red flagged the race. Kyle Busch was not happy. If you saw him, he was behind the pace car, and he let the pace car know that the track conditions were not what they should be. A lot of controversy. There was a red flag for approximately a half an hour. They finally got the race going, and it was Eric Amarola, uh, driving for Stuart Haas with the first win of the year for him. And then uh, Kurt Busch was 16th, and, of course, uh, Kyle Busch finished last. So from a point standpoint, we have uh, Denny Hamlin still in the lead. He has not won a race this year, however. Kyle Larson is second, William Byron third. Kyle Busch is fourth, and Kurt Busch is 14th. They're in the playoffs, and they will be going to race the road course at Watkins Glen. So a lot of activity going on in the world of motorsports. Uh, SRX saw Tony Stewart crowned as the champion. Always nice when you are a part owner of the uh, series. And uh, one thing I will tell you, after watching the NASCAR race on Sunday, there was no mention 
of Chase Elliott racing in that race in Nashville on Saturday night and then flying to New Hampshire was as if it never happened. Chuck Hayes joins us here. We call it Life in the Fast Lane. We want to welcome all of you to our Floyd's 99 Cuts and Colors and Coors Light Sports Topic Show. Chuck, I watched the races, too, and uh, especially the NASCAR race whenever the local kids are running, uh, Riley Herbst and so on, and uh, Kyle Busch and Kirk Busch. How disappointing must it be uh, to get all hyped up and you're ready with after the national anthem and you do all your warm-up laps and so on? Uh, to do be eliminated in the first in the first lap, uh, wouldn't you wouldn't you think that during the warmest when they go around the pace car or someone would notice that the surface of the track is not what it should be as far as these guys going 150 miles an hour to 200 miles an hour? Coach, that's what they were saying. They were telling the tower that the track was too slick. And you know what's interesting? is the week before in Atlanta, the track actually broke up, and they had to red flag the race. So that wasn't just something that happened. That was something that was going to happen. So, you know, I'm sure there was a lot of conversation among NASCAR and the garage and the crew chiefs and the ownership as to, hey, Atlanta, yeah, you're going to repave it, but we should never put our cars out there where there's going to be that kind of an incident. And then the next week come to New Hampshire, and obviously there was a weather situation all weekend long in New England. But Kyle Busch, uh, you know, again, when you race and you're not on rain tires and you're not on a road course, uh, you're hoping for the best. And, you know, there's mist on the windshield. The things are a little bit slick, but this was definitely not safe. And when you know you're running for a championship, and that means millions of dollars, not only for your sponsors, but also for your team, that's a situation that needs to be addressed. And I think what happens is that when you don't have a Dale Sr. or Tony Stewart, uh, the garage is not represented anymore. There's a lot of young guys who are in rides. And uh, Kevin Hamlin's, I mean, uh, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick said it when they raced in Austin at the uh, Circuit of the Americas in the rain on rain tires, and they had that horrendous crash, and they had no business being out there. So it's been a rough year weather-wise for NASCAR, and it's something that's going on. I just want to mention this, Coach, uh, some driver moves. Brad Keselowski formally announced today that he would be leaving Penske to go as a part owner for Roush Fenway Racing. He will drive the number six car, I believe, for Roush Fenway. That means Ryan Newman is out of a ride. Uh, you have a couple switches in regards to uh, Austin Sindrick is going to get his ride for Penske. And Matt D. Benedetto is out at Wood Brothers, an affiliate team of Penske. And uh, one of the Burtons is going to be in there. So a lot going on in this season. And, again, maybe they need a breath before they go to Watkins Glen. You know, Chuck, every week I learn something in racing. And, of course, you've been watching it for years. You grew up uh, with NASCAR. Uh, I learned a few things they do as far as for the first time this weekend, uh, I heard them talking about when there are puddles on the track itself, they actually drill holes into the pavement or into the track, the asphalt or whatever, to have the water drain. Now, I never realized that before, that, and I started to think about it, and it makes sense. Yeah, Coach, they're called weepers, and I'm not an agricultural expert, but something in regards to how the groundwater is and how the banking is and how the paving is, 
Uh, they even had them in Fontana, believe it or not. And, you know, Fontana doesn't get a lot of rain, but when they did have rain, there were issues in regards to drainage. And anyone who's built a pool understands that concept. When you're racing, uh, the track is layered on whatever that surface is, built up, built up, and that water, what do they say, rises to the to its own level, right? Chuck, also I learned... And I'll ask you this, the red flag. During a red flag, when the cars have to go back into the pits, you're not allowed to adjust or touch that car whatsoever except for covering it. 100% correct. And Joey Logano got a two-lap penalty. In fact, Coach, the rule is so strong that if NASCAR felt that you did something uh, to the car that benefited it, they could actually disqualify you, and then, of course, there would be a huge penalty, and you would have to leave the facility. So there are a lot of rules to help make things even. Uh, a lot of times people say, well, I don't understand that. makes no sense because in other series you can do things under the red flag, but NASCAR is very, very specific on how you can touch the car. And even with a, a piece of uh, rubber that was in Logano's car that was not allowing him to run his engine at full song, the crew member reached out and pulled it out, and that's uh, actually not allowed. Another thing, too, quickly, and I'll ask you about this. I noticed that when the drivers were getting back in the car, they showed, I think it was uh, Kirk Bush, putting on, like, these heeled guards. It uh, looked like they were some type of fireproof or heat-proof type of, uh, like, they, if you, I could, best way to explain it, it would be look like uh, spurs if you were a cowboy or you were a rider. Uh, describe that to us and why that's necessary. Well, Coach, there's so much heat coming out from the driver's compartment that your racing shoes are light because you got to be able to feel the pedals. But they put these on as heel guards so that your heels don't get burned. In the old days, guys used to drive in wingtips, believe it or not. And uh, after a long three-hour race when the temperatures are way up and the you know, the heat of the engine, and the heat has no place to go. And uh, it goes right to your feet because your feet are on the floorboard. Very, very observant, Coach. I, I like that about you. You know, you always talk about spatting it up in football. Well, they spat it up in racing a little bit different. Well, I like to know what's going on, and I ask you, but you know all about racing. So, Chuck, that's why we have you on every Tuesday and Wednesday night with our Life in the Fast Lane with uh, Chuck Hayes. Chuck, I want to thank you for joining us. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Okay, buddy? Coach, take that green flag and get that checker. Let's get it done. And for all of you out there, we hope you're buckled up. We want to start, start, excuse me, our producer and engineer in the studio. That's Justin. For you out there, please uh, drive carefully. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm Harvey Hyde.